Hello everybody, this is Undiagnosed, the podcast by Ellie DeSena or Bobo DeSena, whatever you want to say, whatever you want. Um, so I obviously have not been recording as you can very much tell because I decided I just <laughs> stopped. I got depressed. Um, but I'm going to restart the first episode because I don't like it. I mean, I don't quite know how to delete the first episode yet that I already did post, so ignore that one. This is going to be the new one because I feel like I did not explain everything very well, nor is it kind of how I want my podcast to be going as much. So we're kind of, we're giving me a second chance. This is my second chance. Okay. Um, okay, now we're gonna, like, actually get into the podcast of the first quote-unquote episode. Um, okay, so, new first episode, I'm so sorry. Um, so first I would like to broaden the term of the word undiagnosed. Um, the first I'll give you the definition of undiagnosed, it is an adjective, and the definition is not diagnosed or have not been subject to diagnosis. Now, for me to explain. I want to broaden the term for my podcast. I chose it because I felt like it explained the meaning of lost or or a broader, more umbrella-like term for everything that I feel. Like undiagnosed is almost like something you would be going through for like puberty and you don't know what you're really doing or something you feel like when you don't know what you're doing in your life or like when you're hitting your early 20s and figuring out college and you don't exactly know what you're doing and you don't know if you even want to go to college or anything like that um or like what kind of jobs you're going to be working or if you're going to be a full-time student, part-time student, community college, university, are your parents going to pay for anything? Are you just going to go off on your own and figure things out alone? Um, So that is what I'm currently going through. Um, And then when you hit like your 30s, which I'm not 30, or getting to your late 20s, or somewhere in that area where you're realizing, oh my god, I might need to settle down, I just graduated college, or I did not graduate college and you're still doing the workforce, um, and you're like looking for something, I need higher pay. I realize my college degree that I got literally is worth nothing. I'm, I have an art degree and I'm working at Sam's Club. or. I have a business degree and I'm a manager at McDonald's or something like that and you're realizing holy crap I don't know what I'm doing what am I gonna do with money I am a generation in this generation it's not like you have to owe colleges a hundred dollars and two grapes every year you have to pay them a grand almost a year every year or total it depends on where you're deciding to go to college and you have to pay that back within a certain time period and you're realizing holy crap and then you're also going through the period where am I gonna settle down am I gonna get married am I gonna be single am I gonna be a cat lady I'm a good talk person 
Am I gonna have kids? Like, I don't know. It's confusing, it's weird, it's a weird time period in your life. And once you hit your 40s, 50s, and 60s, it's all about saving for retirement, which, if there are teens listening, which I hope there are, because this is, I feel like, more of a pre-teen, teenage, 20-year-old podcast, and that, <laughs> that big old range, which just a range of where people are learning and trying to identify themselves or understand what society is more. I feel like my podcast will help with that. Hopefully, I'm mainly sharing my experiences and everything throughout this podcast. So I feel like that's what this is because this podcast is going to help me find myself. It's also going to be kind of like a therapy session for me. Maybe it'll be a therapy session for you because you're just fully grasping what I'm saying and you're like, yes, I get it. Or you're going to be like, hell no, I do not understand that shit. But that's okay. We're all, we all have our own opinions. That's fine. Um, so next little topic. Oh, and I'm going to be talking about controversial things like politics, my struggles of being mixed race, growing up in a toxic household, my journey of finding myself, which includes sexuality and every little nook and cranny about my life, maybe your life, other people's life, even if it doesn't affect me directly, but others, it's just my opinion. And I, but what I believe in is that love is love, your body is your choice, and mental illness is a serious issue that is worldwide and that we need to get it treated and that therapy is a thing that we actually need to be doing. Okay, um, now that we got out of the way, I wanted to start off one of the first things I noticed about myself, which would be my skin color. Um, and maybe the one of the first things that I realized as a society was skin color. But I want you to note that I did not grasp what skin color even was until high school. Yes, I know that is extremely late to have understood or grasped the situation of skin color. I know, but not trying to make excuses for myself, but I really am making an excuse for myself, was the fact that my parents did not bring up skin color to me, even though I am mixed and as a kid, I did not look white at all. I Now that I've grown up and everything, you can tell more that I'm mixed race, even though people still like, they like to assume my race or ethnicity. And they like to do guessing games, which by the way, it's fucking annoying. Stop doing that shit and just fucking ignore the fact. Like, unless it is brought up in a conversation, like race is brought up in a conversation, don't fucking ask me. Does it actually matter to you? Ugh, anyways. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, so I'm going to start this story. Also, I have a lot of stuff written, written down on a document because last time, last podcast, I went everywhere and I feel like it's going to be the same, but it's going to be a little bit bit more constructed just a wee bit because I have a lot super lost as a kid and forgot to remember that I wasn't just white which is very much a thing I was also Filipino I started looking back at my life and noticed things that happened to me that wasn't normal and it wasn't it was straight up 
it wasn't not racism, it was straight racism. What am I saying? I didn't even notice that other kids like hated me or my teachers didn't like me. And I was um, confused on why they didn't until I grew up into the person I am today until high school hit me. Um, my parents never said anything to me about my skin color. Also, I do want to note that my grandparents immigrated here. They're very wealthy and they did not teach my dad any like Tagalog at all. Don't judge how I freaking said that. I have my white voice on right now. I don't care. <laughs> um, and they were very ashamed of their culture and they didn't want to teach any of their kids about their culture, mainly because they were scared of other kids or parents saying something about their culture they didn't want them to have an accent they didn't want their kid to sound weird or or have that bilingual trait where like some kids just like to switch off and they did not want their kid to be treated terribly um or racist or something like they don't want they didn't want their kids to go through that so as my dad my dad is filipino and my mom's white my dad never taught it to us even though like the world at the time was going through major changes. Um, I think during elementary school, that's when Obama was elected as president. And so like a bunch of things about race was going on at that time, I feel like at my school. Um, so I also want to note that I was never talked to about race. Um, and my teachers never really talked about it at all either. Um, there were times that we were taught that not really during elementary school We didn't get taught about race like at all during elementary school I, I think that was a very important thing to be taught about because the only thing that we were learning as Little kids is what about race is what our parents were telling us and my parents did not tell me anything at all um, So like I under I low-key understood the grasp of it Barely? No, I did not understand it at all. I think I understood what people would be saying to me was wrong, but I didn't understand why it was wrong. Um, anyways, we're gonna get into this. This is also very deep and messed up, what I'm about to say, or later say. I want to know, I wanna say, in middle school, in middle school that we um, started learning about racism, and no, we didn't even learn about racism. We learned about the history of what racism is. The word racism was never really brought up at all during middle school. Um, they just told us what had happened. And the problem is, is that our school teachers would be telling us things like uh, how America was so great and that we were heroes and there was nothing wrong with us and nothing like colonizing wasn't bad. They taught us that um, natives were stupid and basically like needed our help to, or England's help to take over and they didn't teach us that what we were doing was murdering people and taking over places even though um, Native Americans treated us so freaking well, um, or oh, white people well, <laughs> um, and that it was disgusting. They taught us that Middle Easterners were terrorists. They taught us that Hispanic people 
were thieves, they told us black people were thugs, they told us Asians were helpless, and a bunch of stuff like that. And then that Europe was also amazing. Except for, like, Germany. <laughs> and that, when that stuff happened. Um, but they never really told us real history, I feel like. They never told us anything. So basically, when I think, I don't remember what year it was, but this is what, when I knew what the n-word, I didn't know what the n-word meant, but I learned the word, uh, how do I say this? I learned the word, but I didn't know the meaning of the word, if that makes sense. So, we were reading, in English, a book about black people and, like, Jim Crow laws and a bunch of stuff like that. So basically, this book had the n-word in it multiple times. And so, as we were reading it, I had not read. I was, like, the last person in the class to read, but I had not read it yet. And so one kid... He raises his hand and he goes, what does this word mean? The N-word. What does the N-word mean? And she goes, oh, it's just, a, it's just a phrase to call some people, like different people. And I was like, different people? Different people? And I was like, okay, whatever. And I just ignored it. I was like, whatever. I don't know what different people meant. And then he's like, isn't it like a bad word? And she goes, no, it's a fine word. You can just say it, whatever. I'm like, she says, like, that's why it's, that's why we're allowed to read this, is because you're allowed to say the N-word. And me, being me, didn't know what it meant. <laughs> Nobody knew what it meant. Um, and the demographic of our school was literally, like, or at least in my grade, because nobody hung out with other grades because they were super separate most of the time. Um, there was probably, like, five black kids in all of our middle school, and most of them weren't in our whole class there was probably only one or two black people in my grade um so i never really i didn't get to know them at all um so i don't know i i definitely was introduced to black people like within like friends and family and stuff like that like i have a couple of family members who are mixed obviously because I'm half white, half Filipino, and yeah, anyways, um, I'm not validating anything that I'm saying by saying that, um, but I still didn't know what the n-word meant, let's just say this, um, and so, like, they tell us, oh, that's okay, and my parents never taught me anything about race, and so, kids ended up saying the n-word, like, it was just a normal thing to say in our grade, like, we were just always throwing out the n-word and nobody ever really knew what it actually meant. I'm guessing some kids did know what it meant. I, or they all knew what it meant. If I just was not there for that, I did not know what it was. Um, I fully just went into it like blindly. Um, which I also definitely want to fault the teacher that was saying it was okay to say. And I also want to fault every single of the assistant teachers or all of the teachers that did teach us to say it was okay to say the n-word which by it's not it it's not and no other teacher was saying that it was bad so i was like okay so it's not a bad word 
Um, so, into more of the story time. Uh, we were playing this game, and so at this point, saying the N-word in our school was normalized, basically, or at least in my grade. And um, so we had this pin thing. We were, oh, Gaga Ball. I think that's what it's called. But anyways, it's a big pin. Um, and so basically what you would do was you would protect your legs from getting hit with a ball um, with your hands and you would hit it at other people and you would block yourself from it hitting you. Um, basically what had happened was there was one black girl in the pen and there was like a bunch of white people and then there was me, somebody who's mixed. And basically what happened was there was only three people left. It was me, some other girl, and the black girl. And what happened was the I had gotten the white girl out and then the black girl hit me and I was like, N-word, threw it out there. And everybody around us were like, oh, like I just had roasted her. It wasn't even like, like, oh, you just said something really bad. They thought I roasted her and I was like, wait, that wasn't even a roast. I, I, my head was confused because I'm like, that wasn't a roast. That was just a word that you call people, I thought. Like everybody called it to each other, you know? And so they were like, oh my God, and then freaking out. So I'm like asking him like, what did I say? What the hell did I just say? I don't know what I just said. And so I asked them and they're like, oh, we don't, it, like you should know, you should know. And I was like, I don't know. Like everybody was saying it was okay to say. Um, and so I asked my teacher, oh, also social media wasn't exactly educating me on anything about that quite yet. Um, so I went up to one of my, the assistant teachers that was watching the Gaga Ball. And I went up to her and I was like, what did, what did I say? Like, what did I say that was wrong? And she goes, you didn't say anything wrong. And I was like, I said this word to her, which was the N word. And she goes, no, there's nothing wrong with that. And so I was like, what the hell? And like the girl, she ran off and she was all pissed and which extremely valid I would be fucking livid too um because she actually knew what the word meant um and people were like oh Ellie just roasted you Ellie just like you know and I was like what the hell and like this girl she was my friend and I'm not gonna say her name because that's messed up if I do and I don't know if it's messed up but anyways we were like good friends and so I went up to her and she's like fucking mad at me. And I was like, I am so sorry, name. Like, what did I do? And she goes, you don't know what you did. You don't know what you said to me. And I was like, no. I was like, what, what did I say? And she goes, you said the N word to me. You called me an N word. And I was like, is it bad? And she goes, yes, it's fucking bad. And she explained to me what it was. And she goes, it's racist. And I was like, what the fuck is racist? And she explained to me as that. And like still at that age, I still didn't really grasp what it was. And I didn't under understand what skin color really was, if that makes sense. Um, and so I was just lost and I was like, I am so sorry. And like at that moment, like I felt super ashamed of myself for hurting one of my friends. And like what she had explained to me 
like I felt really bad for doing or saying and I was like even though I don't understand it I still want to be like a person that you can come to and I don't want to make you feel bad so I never said it again and she goes don't say it to any black person don't say it at all like you don't have any right saying that word and I was like oh okay and then I'm like do you want me to tell everybody else to stop saying it and she goes yes but if they yell at you it's fine I was like, okay, I'll stop. I'll tell everybody to stop saying it because nobody ever knew. Um, so I told them to stop saying it, which later in the future they started saying it again, and I still didn't understand what it meant. So, but I never said it again because I was so ashamed to have hurt my friend, and I was so ashamed of my actions to have hurt my friend, and all that stuff. And and I get, I get the fact that. If you're saying it, you should understand the depth of it. And if you are saying it, you get the whip backlash of it. But at the same time, shouldn't have our teachers have taught us about it? Or our parents at least, or my parents at least. I think they, I think they just never thought it would occur to me. Or just that like, oh, since I'm a minority, you should know what racism is like as a kid, but I didn't. <laughs> Nobody taught me what it was. I didn't even know what minority meant until like, oh God, maybe also in high school, I figured out what a minority meant. Um, yeah, I just did not grasp what, what it was at all. And I fully fucking am taking accountability and me and that girl stayed friends for like a long time after that we're not friends anymore because out of high school we just everybody just drifts apart and she also moved away and i didn't have a phone until like i did have a phone in seventh and eighth grade actually but it wasn't um a good phone like before that i had just like the slidey phone if that makes sense so there was no touch screen it was nothing fancy and my friends all had like iphones and i was so jealous of them um so they were probably more educated than me because they had social media and all that stuff and I was just like there on my flip phone <laughs> for years. Um, but no, I fully will accept backlash from what I told you today. But I also think, not to bring it up on me, but I think schools need to take accountability and I think schools definitely need to start teaching about race and I think they need to teach us the real like real history instead of glorifying America and making America the best country in the entire world because as you get older you realize it really is not except for the people who think I do want to fully like I apologize to her of course because it's messed up and I will never not feel sorry for how I acted and I think that, I don't know. I don't know what I think. I think that I've grown a lot. I think that I've under, I understand a lot more now. And I feel like parents need to bring it up to their kids. I also, this is just a lesson part. I think parents need to bring it up to their kids as well. Like make them understand that they're not white or minority parents people who have kids of color 
need to teach their kids that they have color and they need to teach or even white kids they need to teach them what racism is and what to say and what not to say is not okay or some things that are not okay to say like you need to fucking teach them because I was so misinformed that I had no idea it's disgusting that I had no idea and it's disgusting that I acted on that having no idea anyways big stupid time for Ellie and I'm ashamed that like I am so fucking pissed off at myself and I think that I'm so fucking stupid to have not known what it is at my age at, at the age that I was at sorry my roommate's here um and I think like if you fucking hate me you deserve to hate me for what I had said in the front in the beginning of my life okay and I just, I wanted to put that out there, the first thing, because it's messed up. And we're going to be talking about a lot of controversial things in my life, but I think that is the most messed up thing I've ever done in my entire life. Anyways, and I feel fucking guilty as shit about it. And I still feel bad. And it's stupid. And I'm never going to be saying it again, because accountability. Um, all right. So, and I did tell you guys I'm, you, I'm sharing every nook and cranny about my life. And this is going to be the, the fucking worst thing I personally think that I have ever done in my entire life. Okay. Now, I'm going to be talking about my um, things that I realized that was racist. And it's going to start back all the way to elementary school. Yep. Yeah, what a sad life. Um, okay, a lot of these things that have happened to me, I did not realize it was racism until I am now older and understood what racism was, and microaggressions, and every little thing about racism, well, not everything about racism, but most of the things about racism, of course, I'm still learning, still growing, I can learn more, always will be learning more, I think it's a very big thing in our world today to be learning. Um, so we're going to start at maybe one of my first things. I'm not sure what's first, what comes first and what comes last. Okay. I have a lot of repression. Um, so we're going to talk about separation that that's what started in elementary school. I think it was in probably kindergarten. It was definitely in kindergarten. I'm not going to talk about it. Um, so in elementary school, I had always tried to play with every single little kid there. I was very sociable. I would play with everybody and then people just did not want to play with me. I didn't understand them. Um, understand why people would not want to play with me or why teachers would be mean to me. And so I have two separate stories here. This was all in kindergarten. Um, these are the things that I fully remember, like, and know for sure, like, these were not okay things that had happened, that's happened. Um, so the first thing is, is so, there were, like, basically two separate groups, which were the kids who were minorities, and then the kids who were white. <laughs> yeah. So that was, like, a big thing, um, including this was during... I'm pretty sure this was during Obama. 
Min Min Romney election area or close to it. Maybe it might have been fourth grade. Because I know for sure one of these incidents was the, the second incident that I'm bringing up was definitely in kindergarten because I remember the teacher. And we're not going to be saying her name because that's inappropriate. Maybe, potentially, I don't know. We'll see in the future. I'm pretty sure she actually retired. And I don't remember her name. <laughs> um, so basically, what would be happening is I was ended up separated with other minorities. And um, they were all guys. That, at least in my classroom, because we didn't really mix classrooms. It was just, we were stuck in this one classroom the entire time and then there was recess but we would all play with the people who we were in the classroom with because that's all who we all knew. So basically what happened, what would be happening was I was stuck with constantly playing with boys and I'm speaking heteronormatively. Okay? Um, so I was always stuck with boys so I would get sick of like rough housing and like roasting each other and then them picking on me because I was a girl and all the stupid things like that like elementary school kids do um and like sometimes it would actually hurt my feelings because I'm like I was very much more of a tomboy um but then they'd call me names which is like so stupid now <laughs> like someone called me hot lips or Princess Ellie and by the way I hated being called girly names and yes I did say hot lips I don't know why or where they came up with this but we are going with it they'd call me Princess Ellie they call me girly and all this stuff and it made me so angry <laughs> um, anyways I would get annoyed of them by do them doing this but like most of the time it was genuinely fun we would just be hanging around we would pass notes to each other during class and like i did have a notebook actually at some point and they were i did not understand one thing i was saying to these kids or they were saying to me like that it was so terribly misspelt and everything like that and i was like looking at them like how the hell did i was i able to read what this meant um but no, most of the time it was really great, but sometimes I just wanted heteronormatively to be like a little girl. And we didn't really play with dolls at that time. I don't think I ever really liked playing with dolls too much unless I was in my home. Um, but we would just be making arts and crafts and do that stuff like girls would. Or be playing with like a bouncy ball, like the glittery, glittery spat bouncy balls and or we'd be playing house or dress up or building blocks like that's what the girls would do and the guys would just like pick on the girls and tear it down and i'd just be like hey <laughs> in the back but i just wanted to like you know calm it down slow it down be a little more chill um so i would ask to play with them and then be sometimes they would say yeah sure you can play with us but other times be like no you hang out with boys and then i was like oh Oh, okay. Um, and then there was one at one point there I had asked again to play with them and this girl she's like don't you get it? Um, you're not like us you're different and that's why you have to hang out with them pointing to the other minorities that were in the classroom um, and that which were my 
group of best friends. And so I was assuming it was like because they were boys. And then I was like, why are you mad at me for like hanging out with boys? And she goes, it's not because you hang out with boys, it's because you look like them. And I was like, what the hell? I look like, I don't look like a boy, I have long hair. Feminine features, I think, personally. I was freaking cute as a kid, okay? Um, so I told the teacher, I'm like, she's not letting me play. And she goes, it's fine. And then I told her, I'm like, the situation that had happened. And she goes, it's whatever. They'll let you play with you. They'll play with you later anyways. And yeah, basically teacher did nothing. Um, so that was like one of the biggest things. And all the girls had like agreed with her being like yeah you look different from us that's why we don't want to hang out with you and all that stuff and I was like what the fuck and I didn't think that actually I was like I was hurt and I cried a lot <laughs> and I didn't tell my mom about this because I was too embarrassed or my dad and I was super embarrassed and I was like I wanted to be successful in making friends and having friends which I did have friends but they just happened to be boys heteronormatively um so yeah, that's my first story that I have. Um, and I don't understand why the teachers did not yell at these girls for saying something like that to me. Um, my next story was the one that was definitely in kindergarten that had happened. And I remember, remember it vividly because I was super hurt and torn apart. So some backstory, this teacher, I loved this teacher for most of the school which I realized she was like actually a really bad teacher um so this teacher and I we liked the same gum like our favorite gum was the same it was the red hot I think it was like like the tamales flavor gum if you if you know what that is I hope you do because I, I still love that gum to this day um and so basically she always had some and my mom she always she also liked the red hot gum so she gave me some and I had it in my like little bag for a while to like share with my closest friends and I would like split it into tiny little pieces because I was being stingy and getting it to them um, so basically one day my teacher was like where's my gum I can't find my gum and then she looks at me in my friend group. Okay, that group of friend, by the way, friends, we had never not been in the same class for years. Like we were always in the same class. And I'm guessing it was like, maybe because we're close to each other or something, I don't know. Anyways, I was in that group of friends still. And basically what had happened was um, <clears throat> she looked at us because we were like slightly mischievous, but we never really did anything harmful to anybody. Like the har the meanest people were freaking the little white girls that were pretty with blonde hair. And also, what's crazy is that even as little kids, we knew what beauty standards were because the blonde hair with blue eyed girls were like the prettiest girls ever and all that stuff. And so I think that's fucking crazy that people believe that stuff was at that age. So basically, those girls were the meanest people and they were terrible little kids oh my god um but my group was just loud we were just giggly 
and all that stuff. Um, but basically what happened was she turned to all the guys and she goes, you guys stole this. You guys stole my gum. I know you stole my gum. I'm sure you guys stole my gum. And she wasn't directly looking at me. She was looking at mainly the guys because I was still like a girl. And so she was like, guys would steal stuff. And especially because they were literally all Hispanic and that's the stereotype. That's the racist stereotype, by the way. And then I was like, they didn't fucking steal the gum. I was with them the whole time. They didn't steal it. And then she looks at me and she goes, you know what? You probably stole it. She goes, I know you like the same gum as I do. I know you probably stole it then. Especially because you're standing up to them and you're not even saying anything. And like, you stole it. You stole my gum. I was like, what? I didn't steal your fucking gum. And she goes, let me look through your stuff then. I'm gonna look through your stuff because I know you stole my gum. And at this point, I failed to mention like my mom had given me the red hot gum and like I was keeping it in my like little pouch thing so I can share it with the kids and we were allowed to have that. We were just have, allowed to have gum in general. <clears throat> um, and so she would just be like, let me look through your stuff. And I was like, okay, you're not gonna find your gum. And at this point I did not make the connection. I was like, we have the same gum flavor all the time. And so she looks at my bag and she goes, what's this then? And I was like, oh, my mom gave that to me to bring to share with the kids. And um, she goes, no, you stole it from me. I know you stole it from me and you were just lying to make it up. And I'm gonna send you to the principal if you don't admit it right now. If you don't admit to me, that you stole my gum. And I was like, I didn't steal your gum. My mom gave me that gum. And she goes, do you need to go to the principal? Admit it to me. And she starts counting to three. And I was like, okay, I did it. Because I was fucking terrified to go to the principal. I didn't want that to be on my permanent record. I'm like, are you kidding me? And so basically she was gaslighting me into saying, or scaring me or something, into saying that I stole her fucking gum. And she wasn't accusing any of the other kids because yeah. Anyway, she goes, I left my gum right here. And she goes, it's not here. And I was like, we weren't even sitting in that section, by the way, where she said she left it at all that day. And so basically we were like, okay, whatever. <laughs> we didn't steal it, but I'm just gonna let you take it. And she goes, you have to give me back all the pieces that you took from this. Cause she goes, this was a new pack and there are so many pieces missing. Which should have told her something right then and there. <laughs> so, many, so many pieces were missing and nobody was chewing gum at the moment. Um, and so later, like all this blew over and she goes, um, we started doing projects. So basically everybody was getting construction paper and markers and pencils and stuff out of the little covers. And then one girl had saw, she goes, she was like searching for something through the markers and she was like, like digging in there and all that jazz. And so like she goes, oh, what's this? And she grabs out a new pack of red hot gum. It was unopened. So I'm guessing it fell in there at one point. Teacher didn't notice and it was like deep in there. Um, and the teacher literally, and she grabs it out and she goes, oh, Ellie didn't have your gum. It's right here. She didn't steal your gum. And then the teacher was all, she's like, what? She definitely stole my gum. And she goes, it's right here. Your gum's right here. And shows the pack of gum. And so basically the teacher just shoves my gum at me and then grabs her gum. And she goes, do you want the pieces that I just took from you back? And I can give it to you right now. And I was like, no, I, can't. I brought it here to share with people. It's okay that you had some. 
And she goes, just don't tell anybody about this then. And I was like, oh, okay. And I didn't understand why she told me not to tell anybody about this, which I know now why she told me not to tell anybody about this because she was directly aiming it at the minority kids. Um, and so later, because I didn't understand why she told me not to tell anybody, I told my mom. <laughs> I told my mom the whole story and I was like, I don't get why she would tell me not to tell anyone. So basically, my mom was freaking pissed. She was so mad. She goes, we're going to the school right now and you're going to tell your principal this. And I was like, why? And I was like, what? and she goes, oh, you can tell her. I think your teacher was just confused. And still did not bring up the racism thing at all. So I told her, I was like, oh, me and my group of friends, she was yelling at this. I told the principal all this stuff. She goes, oh, who's your friend in your friend group? And I named all the people off in my friends. And she goes, oh, hmm. And my mom goes in there and was like was in there and she goes Ellie please leave the room and I left the room and like the principal's office is like silent so you can't hear anything outside of it and my mom you could hear her yelling at the principal and yelling at this all this stuff and so the next time and this was during the weekend so the principal was there during the weekend she called in and yeah um so on Monday it rolls around and the teacher comes up to me and she goes, I'm sorry, Ellie, for yelling at you about the gun. I was like, oh, it's fine. Why are you apologizing to me? It was like, it's been a while. Like, it totally left my mind and all that stuff. Yeah, and she goes, yeah, no, I, I'm sorry, though. And she goes, I was overdramatic. And I was like, oh, no, it's totally fine. Um, and then my mom asked me that day, did your teacher say sorry to you? And I was like, yeah, she said sorry. And she's like, did she look like she meant it? I'm like, I'm not really sure. I, I, I didn't get it. <laughs> um, so basically, that, that was the end of the story, basically, at that point. Um, and so, like, also to add up that she was just a genuinely terrible teacher. Like, <laughs> here's some of the things she did. So for our smarter kids, which would be, like, me another kid I don't want to say their names because some of them I still know and enjoy their company but there was this one guy one kid she goes you're grading the papers and so he would be grading everybody's papers and like she'd be like because like he would get all the answers right and she he'd like read everybody's answers there was one time where I there wasn't this is a specific memory there was a number 12 I had wrote in 12 but like the little space was too small, so you, I couldn't fit the whole two in there, so it looked like I wrote a seven. And he's like, this is wrong. And I was like, what do you mean it's wrong? So I like recounted it multiple times. I was like, this is the same answer. And I was like, this is 12. And he goes, oh, that's what you wrote? And I was like, yes. And he goes, oh, that was right then. I was like, duh, you freaking idiot. I was right. <laughs> Irritating. But then she would only teach everything once, if that makes sense. So like she'd teach a lesson, and then the kids who got it would teach the kid, other kids who didn't get it. And then she'd also have like, instead of reading us an actual book, she would have like a recording of the book and just flip the pages. Um, so <laughs> that's what I remember. And then she would have silent reading time constantly. That was the biggest part of our lives. Um, so basically, she was just a terrible teacher. Um, so that was, those are like the main events of my elementary school that I understood. 
Um, I also had like, you know, the the basic, like in elementary school, I would also always get the bit, like they're not, it's not small, but I think it's for as much as I had endured in my life at my schools, the schools that I had been going to, which is like one general school and then it's like throughout high school. Anyways, I had endured a lot of racism. So like I would just get s small remarks, like passive aggressive remarks about my race. I would get the Asian jokes, people rolling their eye or not rolling their eyes. Well, people would roll their eyes actually, but they pull their eyes back, but nothing as clear or nothing I can currently remember about other stories that I have gone through. So that takes us to the end of the podcast. I think instead of like Fridays of uploading, I'm going to do it Wednesdays, mainly because I don't know why, but a lot of podcasts they other either upload on Monday, Tuesday, or Wednesday. And so I'm like, hmm, maybe I should just do Wednesday because that, that seems the most significant. But this is the end of the podcast. This is Bobo DeSena and Undiagnosed by, un, and, uh, oh my goodness. This is Undiagnosed by Ellie DeSena. Peace.